0: My guest this week is Katie Cottle, who's an illustration graduate, children's book author and illustrator. How are you Katie?
1: I'm good, good, how are you?
0: Yeah, good, thank you. (laughs) I think we're going to start with firsts, um, and I'd like to ask you, what are your first memories with drawing and art?
1: I think my first memories of it really are like kind of entertainment at my grandma's or my auntie's or whatever's house over summer there'd always be like a big like biscuit tin full of crayons Um, and yet we'd just be colouring it and stuff. I think most of my mum's family are more like musical so she'd always be in like amateur dramatics in the shows and stuff and I'd always be backstage like wanting to see all the sets being painted that kind of thing instead of like on the stage.
0: Okay, so you didn't inherit it from your parents, you sort of found it outside of them or...? Yeah, I think so.
1: I think my dad's really good at like drawing and that kind of thing. But yeah, my mum's always been more um, performing um, and I was always a bit more shy. And I think, yes, drawings, yeah, just somewhere where I fit in creatively and it was really fun too, so...
0: Yeah, cool. So, um, next question is, when did illustration become more than just a hobby for you? When did you think, this is something I want to do as a career?
1: I think like going through school and stuff and getting into college and having to pick A levels that type of thing it was the point where it was like okay I either do maths and history that kind of subject or I do something that I really want to do um and yeah I was really enjoying it and I wasn't bad at it so I thought why not just give it a go there's like yeah nothing to lose really mm. so yeah thought I'd follow that kind of path and then going into foundation and choosing well kind of exploring more about like art like it was always like oh fine art or graphics um and I never kind of realized that illustration on its own was kind of like a subject um Mm -hmm. and drawing pictures rather than having to like paint scenery or do logo design Mm -hmm. um and yeah I think that was the point where I was like yeah I can do this and I can draw pictures and have fun with it and that be my job.
0: Oh, that's awesome. So did you find, you know, had you not heard that illustration was a subject, would you have gone down the fine art path, do you think? or?
1: Yeah, I always kind of liked fine art because you could be a bit kind of humorous and sarcastic and stuff with it, but I never kind of... Yeah, uh, it was a bit more... What's the word? A bit more, like, not-so-drawing-based, um... Which is the bit that i enjoyed most um so yeah after like kind of going through like graphics and that was kind of more drawingy so i was like yeah gonna follow that a bit more and then yeah illustration and then i got into picture books actually um on foundation i started looking more about where it was in in the world and in my life and stuff, and I'd go into bookshops all the time anyway. And then I started like going into the children's book part of the bookshops and seeing all the beautiful, um, like pictures. I was like, someone's got to do these, and mm-hmm. someone writes these stories. Like, yeah, it happens, and like, yeah.
0: So that pretty well leads on to my next question, actually, which was: um, Is there anyone or anything that particularly either inspired or still inspires you to do the work you do in the way that you do it?
1: Yeah, I think always. Um, I've always liked the tiger from The Tiger That Came to Tea. That that was always like one of my favourite images. Um, I think, was it Judith Kerr? Oh no, I've forgotten her name. I've forgotten the illustrator's name, but it's really, really lovely. I think it's Judith Kerr. Um, and yeah, then Oliver Jeffers, seeing his work um Carson Ellis as well she's really amazing like the painterly kind of style to her work is really lovely but she still managed to like retain a lot of character and make it quite humorous but also quite like emotional it's quite emotive mm. her paintings I think um and what yeah. work
0: what, what, what has she done sorry I've not heard of her
1: um like a lot of picture books um one that I really like is called home it's quite recent I think um And it's about all different types of homes and where people live and it's really simple it's like this is my house and this is an eskimos house and this is a someone's house but it's just really lovely and there's a lot of like interesting parts of the illustration where um you kind of look deeper into it and there's something still going on which is Mm. nice
0: yeah that's cool okay so the next section is why does it matter and i'd like to ask you katie why does narrative illustration matter
1: Um, I think it matters a lot to me, especially because it's a really good way of kind of getting like thoughts and maybe feelings and stuff out there as well. Um, It's a good way of communicating, even if like I'm feeling like a bit shy or something. It's a nice way of getting, yeah, words out there, even through the form of pictures. Um, Yeah, it's always been like a good kind of escape, um, but you can still kind of ground it at the same time
0: so what do you think the role of narrative illustration is in the present day because with things like um, graphic design and things being increasingly popular and a lot of like animated cartoons and TV now are all done with digital software and things like that um, what makes narrative illustration in the way you do it still relevant? Uh,
1: I think it's still relevant in a similar way to how vinyls are becoming popular again, I think people like to take ownership of objects and have things to physically hold and look at and look back on. And I think that's why picture books in particular are such a nice item. Like You can have so many like good memories attached to it, like reading stories with your parents or something when you were younger um, and that kind of thing. And yeah, I think the object is kind of coming back, like having a physical... Copy in the physical world, and you can have a beautiful object too. Um, and you're seeing it a lot now in um, book covers. Like they're bringing out all those hardback, beautifully bound um, books. They make lovely Christmas presents, all that kind mm. of thing. Um,
0: what do you mean yeah. when they re-release a, a classic piece of literature with a new cover? Is that what you mean?
1: Yeah, like I saw them in like Waterstones or something the other day. It was like um like Dracula, but it had like a embossed and like foiled cover. It was really beautiful. But mm. like obviously that books had like Hundreds of editions out Um, but yeah people want something that's going to last them and it's going to look lovely and they'll want to have for a long time Hmm. yeah
0: that leads us on to the next section which is overlooked Um, and I'd like to ask you if you think there's anything in the world of illustration that you feel deserves a little more attention
1: yeah I think the kind of underground type of Underground, yeah, underground um, illustration, authorial. I think it's called when it's self-published. Um, for example, the Shake Mag, um, that's run by Max, and there's also the Shake, like stalling event that he runs as well. That kind of goes hand in hand with it, where people literally bring whatever they've made—be it zines, t-shirts, posters, prints, paintings, drawings—and just go along and sell them and people it's like a nice community um you get it in the bristol comic and zine fair as well that happens every year um yeah there's quite a lot of events actually all down the country there's one in brighton as well um i think some of my friends like harry wild and tom Haben, they went down there a few weeks ago selling their t-shirts and stuff and it's becoming i think it is growing um but it, it can get overlooked but it's such an important part of like yeah communicating with each other as illustrators as well Um, Yeah, and showcasing your work and being proud of it and enjoying other people's work and yeah, it's a nice community I think
0: That's cool. Is there anything that you're working on at the moment that you might like people to hear about?
1: Um, Yeah, I am, but I'm not sure how much I'm supposed to say about it It's kind of in well there's a book that I'm working on that was uh, my final year project last year and it won the Batsford Prize so they gave me a a book contract deal with them, so that's kind of it's been changed a lot since last year. So
0: this is homegrown. Weird. Yeah, that's yeah.
1: homegrown. It's not called that anymore because that was a bit druggy, apparently. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit, um, yeah. So it's been completely changed. It's really nice that it kind of gave me the um, opportunity to speak to a lot of different publishers and like them give them feedback on my work. And yeah, the things they were saying are things I'd never thought about. Like. Um, I was always drawing adults, and they were like, "How is a kid meant to relate to an adult in a picture book?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, good point." Um, so yeah, um, yeah. The other thing is uh, another books that I'm working on, but it's still kind of in its storyboardy type things. So I don't know how much I'm meant to say about it in case. But it this is go your, ahead.
0: your drawing and writing, and this is yeah,
1: yeah. Um, it's kind of a weird process. It kind of goes hand in hand with me personally. I don't know how other illustrators slash authors do it but I kind of draw the pictures kind of first and then the words kind of come along with that as well so maybe it's a bit long maybe I should just write it first and then draw the pictures but it seems to be working so far well, yeah. yeah
0: I was gonna say if this is the thing that's got you all these jobs and things it's obviously yeah. a good system isn't it so <laughs> yeah,
1: it's, it's good it's working
0: i'm going to lead on now to your final question which is if you heard that someone was going to try and start out in the world of illustration what piece of advice would you give them
1: Uh, don't be too hard on themselves it's really really like tricky and weird and there's kind of like a bit of a limbo about it as well um like i feel really really lucky that i've had the opportunities that i've had since like i've only just graduated basically and i'm already working and that's that's kind of weird Mm. Um, like I still have a part-time job and that kind of stuff but yeah don't worry if it's like a month in and you've not had a job like it's it takes a lot of hard work and um, yeah don't get too fussed about Instagram likes as well yeah that kind of brings you down a bit but um, yeah it's difficult and you just got to put the work in and not let it get you down when it's not going amazingly um, as soon as you start out. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, thanks a lot for coming on, Katie.
1: That's okay. Thanks for having me.
0: If people wanted to see some of your work, uh, how would they find it?
1: Um, I'm on Instagram. Uh, my username is underscore Katie Cottle. Um, and I have a website as well. I need to update that a bit more frequently, I think. So, Instagram's probably the best way to get hold of me. Yeah.
0: Okay. Thanks a lot.
1: Thank you.